this is called Hell Scouts Camp. Can I grab Carl's dumb hair? There's clearly been some magic happening in this room. <laughs> Not that kind of magic. Cheers. So I'm Melinda and I'm a brand new DM. Uh, half the time have no idea what's happening, but um, we're really good at faking it because we're women. It's what makes it fun. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you Janet, just got that Janet, Janet right? catching up. <laughs> this is called Hell Scouts Camp. It was actually written by another group who um, does their um, podcasts and stuff through Roll20. Uh, it was written by the Indoor Adventurer. It's supposed to be a three-hour adventure for first-level characters. They do have a YouTube channel if you want to check it out. They also have a Twitch. So basically, you guys are all going to Tiefling Camp. As we know, Tieflings um, don't really have like a society. They don't really have a place where there's like a like, city of Tieflings anywhere. They tend to be a bit of a surprise for the families that they're born into. And I think they'd expect it. Well, I mean, a tiefling can be born to human parents. They just don't know that there's the demonic blood in <laughs> there. it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like... Small detail. Yeah, it's like, you know, two blonde parents all of a sudden having a baby with red hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't the postman. It was just like a weird genetic thing that happened. Mm-hmm. When we come, when we join you guys, uh, we're coming in at night number five at camp. You've been there for five nights so far. You're going into day six. Because what they like to do at the camp is they like to take all of the um, troops and they like to mix them up a little bit. So there's no like clicky things that happen at the camp. Your group of particular tieflings, your group of friends, has somehow managed to pull off being together in one barrack. So you guys are in a barrack. You're kind of in the back, the farthest away from the door. And there are members of some other troops. There's a couple from Troop Longhorn, a few from Troop Superscale, Troop 1313, uh, Troop here from the Marshmallows. And uh, of course, there's also Troop Black Fang. As it turns out, Black Fang is your nemesis troop. They are the ones that have been causing you guys the most trouble so far this week. They're like the legacy kids. So they're like the rich kids, you know, like their parents have gone, their grandparents came to Hell Scouts, their cousins, their aunts and uncles, like it's a whole thing. So they tend to think that they kind of have the run of the place and they kind of give a hard time to um, some of the other campers. So a question for uh, you guys is, did you decide if your characters, is this your first time at camp? Is this your second time at camp? What's the scoop? Miss Elizabeth, I, I'm I'm new to this whole adventure, mm-hmm. um, and so I've been having assistance from my husband in forming characters, and all his stuff is here: the dice and the books. My character, of course, like I said, is twelve. Um, her mother was a tiefling fighter um, and soldier, and her uh, father was a human. The father was a merchant, so he you know, kind of came by, visited, and shipped out. She's, uh, follows her mother idea in the, in the fighting spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her mom's just like, no, we're going to ship you off to camp. See how you manage. I don't want you at the house anymore. So I named her Thursday, okay. kind of based on the play of the character Wednesday, and when she went to camp. So we kind of have fun with that. Okay, tell me about Allie. Allie is, she's a 13-year-old. I guess she, her family's not as well off. Mm-hmm. And so it's first time to camp. Uh, she is kind of an, an intellectual. She leans towards like a warlock class. Okay. And warlocks get their powers through these pacts with people. So her powers are 
gain through a pact that she has with their father that she cleans her room. Oh. Yes. Okay, I like that. That's really cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's she has deep red skin, bright golden hair, and black eyes, and her horns kind of curl back around her ear. Kind of like ram's horn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And instead of a tail, which most tieflings have, she has cloven hooks. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me about Soso. So I'm Janet, and Soso is my character. She's 14. Um, she is dumb. <laughs> she is super well-meaning, but she dumb. So her mother was a teen mom. She's kind of absent a little bit. Her mom's like kind of a little bit like a party tiefling. Okay. Like she she goes to bars and stuff, but the dad is around a lot. So mm-hmm. dad, super great, super goofy, and he wanted me, my character so-so, to get more life experience and thus sent me to this camp and was like, hey, you're going to love it. I'm super excited to be at the camp. Um... I'm medium tiefling size. I've got black hair. I'm kind of have an emo hot topic vibe going on. Like obsessed. Yeah. Super obsessed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like all about pop culture in the tiefling world. So I guess like whatever that means. Um, fluffy tail, sort of tiefling looking. And I get pretty frustrated when people don't understand me because again, I'm dumb. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to this camp so people maybe will understand. I can get more friends that'll understand me. Perfect. Okay. And Molly? Molly is a purple tiefling with dark purple hair and red eyes. She's 15. This is her first time at camp. She's basically bookworm studying in the priesthood, and they basically say, Get your butt out there. Get away from the books for a while. And I was did not want to go. Don't like strangers. Oh, so this is like the best time ever for you, huh? Do not trust anybody. Mm-hmm. There's always <laughs> the an face you're making motive. right now. Right? <laughs> always a good an ulterior face. motive. Somebody brought like a, a beautiful like tapestry. And there's the four bunks, right, at the back. And that's where you guys have been sleeping. So what you have is you have one set of bunks that has a tapestry that hangs down from the top bunk to the lower bunk. So you have a little bit of privacy. So uh, you guys can sit around and maybe you've snuck snacks out of the kitchen or you just want to sit down and have a good gab sesh. Uh, you have your tapestry that kind of gives you the illusion of a little bit of privacy. We're the cool kids of the cabin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and th- this, again, this is against the rules. But your even your counselors are like, I don't know why that's okay, because it's not okay, but for them it is okay. We're not really sure what's happening there, but it, it's a, it's been allowed for you guys. It keeps other, us peace. Yeah. And like other uh, parts of other troops have tried to like use a sheet to hang to try to do the same thing and the counselors like ripped them down and they were like no that's not how things work here but we made it pretty yeah you guys have somehow managed to make it a thing um the next thing i'm going to do is ask you guys to name your troop the hellish Um, rebukes hellish rebukes oh that's even a spell Mm. i know i like it actually let's go for that yeah Yeah. i like it let's do it yep so you are troop hellish rebukes 
So while your troop is together, there are members of other groups in your, in your barracks. We've gone over that. We know the other troop names. Um, as the weeks have gone by, not the weeks, the week has gone by, you've fallen into a bit of a routine, like dinner is followed by your campfire time, which is where you do your marshmallows and all of that stuff. And then that's followed by heading to your bunks, which is where the storytelling starts. The counselors call for lights out, but they know by the light of a few tiefling tales that are set ablaze uh, through the windows that you very rarely are getting to sleep on time. Now, tonight, for some reason, uh, the members of Black Fang, who are staying in your barrack, have decided to grab the bunks closest to your spot, and they've started to tell a bit of a story. And they're telling the story of a tiefling from a human family who had won a scholarship to um, send her to Camp Hellish Hell Scouts to learn a bit more about her heritage, because again, it's a bit of a surprise when a tiefling is born to human parents. So she comes to camp and she's really excited to be there because she doesn't have to hide her horns, her tail can kind of fly free and do its own thing. Um, but something happened while she was at camp and she was murdered. This is the story that the rival troop of yours has been telling. Now, um, the members of Black Fang they, you have Dev, which is short for devotion. She has red skin. She's a little on the chubby side. She's kind of the leader of the group. Her horns are round and curl back over her head. And uh, she leans towards being a cleric. We also have Fergus. Fergus has purple skin. He's always wearing really heavy clothes, regardless of how hot it gets. His horns kind of circle above his head in a bit of a, like almost like a halo but he's a rogue, so it doesn't really make any sense. Um, and then there's Jack Spar. You guys call him Jack for short. He has green skin, patches of scales that just seem to be like randomly placed all over his body. Doesn't really make a lot of sense about why. Um, and uh, he is, what you guys can kind of surmise over the past couple of days is that he's uh, a fighter. And then there's Jellid. You guys call her Jell for short. Uh, she has red skin, but she's generally a sweaty kid. Like, she just always seems to be sweating. <laughs> and she has really bad skin. Um, and that seems to be in conflict with the peaceful, uh, serene life of a monk that she seems to be leaning towards. And we have Poe. Poetry, uh, but Poe for short. She has ebony iridescent skin. Now, her ebony skin, the iridescence that you see, is a purple. She's got bright orange hair and her horns spiral straight up from her head like a gazelle's horns. So they like make a statement when she walks into a room. Nice. You're like, whoa. Horns. No shirt doorways. Yeah, it's like, whoa, mm -hmm. this is a thing. Like, whoa. Yeah, like, whoa. Uh, and then you have, <laughs> you have Carl. Oh, Carl. 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 We can take him. <laughs> <laughs> Carl has white skin and a bright blue mullet. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, he's got bright gold eyes. And uh, from the singing he seems to do all the freaking time, you can tell he's definitely going down. on his way to being a bard. Pain so ass. you hear them. They're tr they're, I mean, they're obviously trying to punk you, right? Because it's the last couple of days of camp, and you know there's like a big event coming tomorrow, which leads into the very final day. Uh, earlier, I handed you each envelopes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so what I would like you to do, one at a time, is open your envelopes. This is what you guys are doing behind your tapestry this evening. So I shouldn't I have taken two of them. Oh, I got two. Okay, so-so. What is on your card, my dear? 
rumor has it, Poe set her school's bathroom on fire. Oh. Oh dear. Thursday? Oh, Poe. Poe is naughty. Blue or pink? It's your call. Left or right? I'm gonna go with blue. Okay. Ouch. If I don't paper cut So you myself. guys are announcing this stuff like wildly loud oh. in the bunkhouse, oh, okay. right? So, because, I mean, there are schools. Yeah. Rumor has it. Yes, exactly. Carl sang at his school talent show and the entire school, including the teachers, stripped to their underwear. Whoa. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> he holds lots of power. Clearly. Allie? No. <laughs> Allie? Yep. Uh, rumor has it, Fergus once stole the entire produce section from a market. <gasps> Fergus! Fergus. <laughs> Loves to make So mischievous, that Fergus. Uh, and Molly? Rumor has it, Jack Spar was going to fight at the Tiefling MMA, but he killed the guy in the ring. <gasps> <laughs> okay, Thursday, what's your second envelope? All right. I got, dun, dun, dun. I got some more things to dish. <laughs> Spill the tea, girl. I know. Rumor has it, Dev's mama is an ogre. What? <laughs> no. Guys, I can't even right now. <laughs> Guys, I have one more. <gasps> oh, you have more news? Rumor has it. Gelid is always sweaty because she tries to cast a water spell and it didn't go as planned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what not be fun. So this is you guys talking smack about your rival troop. And I mean, the, the, the members of the rival troop that are in your camp, by the way, you should probably know this, are Jack Spar. They are Poe. Whoops. And Carl. So those are the ones that are in your in your yep. barrack, okay? Uh, so um, you hear their snickering kind of die down a little bit, and you hear them just kind of like, they're like huffing off, and they're just not pleased with the things that they're hearing, you guys. Clearly completely made up rumors and completely false. I mean, there's no weight to any of it. Uh, the camp counselors come back in, and they're like, okay, guys, like, tail's out. It's time to get some sleep. You all have a big day tomorrow. Um, so begrudgingly, you guys agree, and everybody puts their tails out. The three people in the bar barracks who are keeping the whole thing lit. Um, the next day, you wake up with the usual irritating sound of those bugles, and just it's awful how they wake you guys up. Oh, damn camp. bugles! Yeah, I mean, it's awful, right? You have already made your way to the mess hall. You're sitting at your usual table. Um, again, you guys are somehow managed to sit all together as a group, but there are a few members of uh, we're here for the marshmallows kind of at the other end of your table. They're just like, they're not really doing anything. They're kind of like neutral in terms of, you know, their, their level of um, I don't like you in the camp. So they're fine. You're not really upset that they're sitting there. As you start breakfast, you're kind of hoeing in, and the door suddenly flies open, and the woman that you know as Miss Stonemantle struts in. Now, Miss Stonemantle is dressed in her usual power suit. For tieflings, this is leather pants, a leather vest, and a long leather jacket. As she walks towards the front of the mess hall, she's exhaling soot as she talks, and she's kind of always in this perpetual swirl of smoke. 
And the intensity of that comes and goes as she's moving. Um, but as she gets to the front of the mess hall, um, the smoke has pretty much dissipated and she's very clear. You can see her very well. She gets up to the front of the room and turns on her hooves and says, ah, children, what a week this has been. There's been fires, there have been magic, magical mishaps, all of these things considered, it has been an absolute joy to have you here. Now, as you know, it is a point of pride to have your troop name and all of the names of its members immortalized on the walls of this very mess hall. So, for the troop with the most consistent record, that has been Troop Blackfang. This year, they're going for their fourth year in a row as champions. Now, as you know, all week you've been gaining and losing points as a troop through various activities and various classes. This year, for the very first time, it is a tie between Blackfang... <laughs> what? Fallopian like, tubes. Uh, fallopian tubes. It's happening again. Now I've lost the accent. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so this is like evil hogs, Hogwarts or regular. Yeah. I'm yeah. here yeah. for it. Okay. Uh, troop Black Fang and the Hellish Rebukes. This year it is a dead tie. This has never happened before at House Scots. So we're very excited about what is going to happen now. What is going to happen is you guys are going to run uh, three different courses. Now, these three courses have a very, very different things that you will need to accomplish and things that you will need to do. The first of these tasks will be finding a dagger. Now, as you know, they are the tactical buildings that we have set up for our fighting tieflings. Now, these buildings um, will uh, hide a dagger inside each of the houses. So it will be up to a member of Black Fang and it will be up to a member of Hellish Rebuke to go into the building and try to find the dagger. And of course, as the time wears on, more and more time will pass and the longer you take, the more things we are going to do to make you hurry up. My character puts up her hand and says, I have two daggers. <laughs> They're not from the house. <laughs> hey, same, same. I have a dog named Dagger. <laughs> <laughs> so it must be found since the house. Now, for the second part of your uh, tasks that you will have to do, the second leg, you will try to find a human. We will port you to a human city. You will be in the middle of a market. You will have to find him, and he will have to sign a hellish contract. Ooh. <laughs> now, this third part of this is where things will get interesting for you. It is a simple capture the flag. <laughs> But if you get there and the flag is gone, you have already lost. Are there any questions about today's activities? Can we steal the flag from someone else? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that uh, the rules are a little loose when it comes to these things. I mean, you are tieflings and you have been here learning these lessons it's a question of morality um, is uh, something that we will leave up to you. Is there anything else before we begin? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, dear. What is it that you don't understand? All of it. So okay, what? so, so. So we are not going to assume that you are going to volunteer for the first portion of this activity. Is that correct? <laughs> no, I'm going to do it. I just, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, team. But okay, no, I'll just follow them. I mean, I'm going to give you an opportunity to decide who will participate in the first leg. Uh, let me know when you have made your decisions. We have to separate? Yes. yes. There is one person who will go into this house to find the dagger. 
Zed is hidden there. Why are you pointing at me? Because I'm too young and don't know. <laughs> I'm too dumb. <laughs> you two are the same age. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I can totally do it, guys. Like, don't even worry about it. I can uh, do it. You are not going in a house by yourself. Otherwise, you will forget what's going on in there. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I have the best intentions. So. You do. Will there be anyone else in the house? No, no. Each, each team has their own house that they will go into. And we can use spells? You can use whatever is at your means. So we have to send someone oh in. So one person's going go into in. the house, mm -hmm. and then everyone else is going to convince a human to sell a soul. No, these are going to happen not in tandem, but uh, one after the other. Oh. Oh. I will go into the house. Okay. So Molly is going to go into the house. And for Team Black Fang, we are going to send Dev into the house. For black bag. Black bag. I'm never gonna say that properly. This is a very strange accent that I found. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it's a little bit Irish and it's a little bit. A little Russian. bit. I don't know. Really like I'm Irish. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. You have ten minutes to find the dagger. Okay. Remember these houses. They are two floors. But like, what's a dagger? A short pointy thing that will poke you and hurt you. So, like, if I see a sword, is that the same? No. No, dagger smaller. Like a butter knife. Oh, so like a butter knife. Okay, cool. Because I had a bagel this morning, so I could do that. I will go in the house. <laughs> okay. You stay here. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, so so. Okay, so we've made our uh, we've made our decisions. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So you go to where the first part is in these tactical buildings. I mean, they're very basic. They're very rudimentary. They're purely there for um, like the opportunity to teach you about being stealth and about being sneaky and an opportunity to teach your fighters and your spellcasters about staying low key but having maximum damage is really what this area of the camp has been all about. Okay. So think of like a, a chipboard. Uh, house. Like, it's kind of just plywood on the outside. Like there's no windows. There's just the doorway that goes in. There's no door attached. It's just wide open. Um, and inside the houses, there are walls that are set up and like vague representations of what each room would be. So there's like the room that is kind of your kitchen. There's the room that's kind of the living room. And then you've got your upstairs. So there's like a shady set of stairs that goes up and that's clearly where their bedrooms are. Okay. Um, so you have 10 minutes to find the dagger. As Mrs. Stonemantle um, walks up, she has her pistol in her hand. Yes, she carries the pistol. And she says on your Lady. mark, get set, go. And she shoots it off. And instead of just a usual bang, of course, there's the and there's a big firework that goes off. And Dev runs into her building. What are you doing? I'm running into my, first I'm gonna just say a prayer to my God. Off I go. Okay. So you're in. Whoever that is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> right. Okay. So now you're inside. When, as soon as you go through the door, you're immediately in what is considered the living room area, right? And if, I mean, you could say if we were going to describe the house that it was very much a wide open concept, 
there's not really a whole lot of walls. There just seems to be an area that's kind of cornered off, and that is kind of where the kitchen would be. And there's kind of the usual stuff. There's not exactly a stove, but there's like a representation of a stove. There's like pots and pans and a kettle on the stove. I'm really thinking of like a peat ball or airsoft arena. Yeah. Or escape room. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like nothing is exactly, but it's very obvious what the okay. rooms are, are supposed to be for. So I go in, I'm looking for anything that looks like it is out of place, discoloration of wood, anything like that. Okay, uh, I want you to make a perception check. Seventeen. Okay, so you're in the house and you're looking around, and all that you can see are like, <laughs> there's obviously been some spellcasters in here recently because there's a few like blast marks on the walls where spells have missed. Like magic nice. missile has definitely happened in here. <laughs> um, but uh, other than that kind of stuff, which is completely explainable, there doesn't seem to be anything that's really out of the ordinary. Start looking around the room checking the walls, checking for any sort of loose. So you're staying in the living room? Yeah, I'm gonna work my way around. Okay. And then go on. Okay. Um, there's no real panels, no hidden panels, nothing like that. I mean, it's an incredibly checking rudimentary. Yeah. Behind. Yeah. Is there furniture in that room? Well, there's like, I mean, there's not a sofa, but there's like two pieces of plywood that like would give you the impression of a sofa. Like there's a you know, vertical and horizontal piece that are put together to lead you to believe that that would be a sofa. Hepsters. You're going to head upstairs. Okay. Checking the steps as I go. My character outside is wondering how long it would take to burn the whole house down <laughs> and just sift through the ash. I'm going to have you make an investigation check, please. 19. You're almost of the impression that there's not really a whole lot that seems to be out of place. Like the stairs seem pretty solid as far as these, you know, kind of glued together. You're just making it to the second floor. Yes. Um, and you get to the second floor. There's three doors. Uh, one of the three doors, the one straight in front of you, is closed. The other two are open. What would you like to do? Look in the other two doors that are open. Okay, good. Just, just put, pick your mics and bring your. How's that? Yeah, it's perfect. Okay. So I look into two doors that are open. Okay. What do I see? Uh, make a wisdom check, please. Well, no, I guess that would be a perception check. Perception. Mm. Sixteen. 16? 16. Okay, um, so the rooms, again, uh, same story as downstairs. There's clearly been some magic happening in this room. <laughs> Not that kind of magic. Uh, magic, magic. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, you know, like there's uh, proof of, again, burn marks and stuff on the walls, scorch marks, uh, probably magic missile, could have been a firebolt, uh, could have been... A really good time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, Thunderblade, you know, any mixture of these things could have happened in, Hot. in this room. Yeah. Oh, my love. Hot, too much. dirty sex. <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs> Bottom line is, nothing aside from the scorch marks on the wall seems to be out of place. Check the door that is closed. I'm checking the door that is closed. Okay, I would like you to make a... <laughs> Uh, strength, uh, yeah, athleticism check? 
Athletics? Yes. Nine. Nine. So you run and you jump at the door. The jo door kind of gives away a little bit because, again, this is not a particularly well-made area. But um, you kind of bounce back off the door. The door buckles a little bit, but uh, you're, you're not through it. Now, we're going to hold you right there for a second because we have the rest of Team... What is it? Hellfire? Hellish Hellscape? Rebuke. Hellish Rebuke. Rebuke. Right. Team Hellish Rebuke. Sorry, guys. Um, you guys are um, Dancing outside and... Um, Mistress Stonemantle, Miss Stonemantle says, all right, children, this is taking a bit longer than we would like. Would the three of you like to go in and help? Um, I'll go. I still don't know what a dagger is, but I will totally go and help. Okay. I'm going to follow her just because she'll need some help. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm going to wait outside and see if I can get the answer to, like, where it might be from the instructor from the stone mantle stone mantle okay so you two are going to run inside so you run inside and again you're going to see the same things that she saw it's again not the most well built thing um but you know you you run in and you're immediately in like the living room area with the um impression of furniture uh, you do see the kitchen it's again it's got the impression of the stove and the sink and you know some of the pots and pans are on the stove there's a teapot on the stove there's cupboards there's not really any doors on the cupboards though um, <clears throat> so I grab a teapot. Is it, guys, is this what we're looking for? Um, uh, I would... Is this, like, would this help us a little bit? No, but I'm going to holler for Molly and let her know that we're here. <laughs> <laughs> so I start rifling through some of the drawers, maybe? Okay. The okay. pretend so drawers, are you, but they don't open. <laughs> are you still holding the teapot? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I would like you to make... I'm going to call it a... Um, we're going to call it <laughs> something a little different. We're going to call it an influencer check. Okay. Okay. And this is going to be based off your charisma uh, modifier. Okay. <laughs> Plus one is three. <laughs> three. Okay. Uh, so you've got the teapot Fitting. in your hand. And, um, I mean, it feels heavy for a teapot, but you are more interested in rifling through and kind of doing the, the commentary of a social influencer. Well, so you're like, guys, like I'm opening the drawer and I mean, I don't really understand why nobody has opened these drawers before, but I mean, like here I am. And this is like really interesting guys. This is, yeah, there's some cool stuff in here. Mm -hmm. I mean, it might be pretend, I don't know. And I'm trying to grab stuff and it's not really, yeah. Is it glued in? I hope it's glued in. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like 3D printed paper. Yeah, so I'm like, hey, this feels like, this looks kind of like a knife. Mm -hmm. So what's in the kitchen? Well, I mean, like there's there's the, like the, uh, the appliances and things well, like that. Well, it's not exactly an appliance. Like, it's not like a stove that you could turn on. So like when you go to Ikea and it's sort of... Yeah, it's like a faux stove. So it's not plugged in. You can't actually turn it on. You right. You can open it. Yeah. But there's not like a Like there's a door, but there's not really the knobs and <laughs> right. stuff. Yeah. No knobs. Yeah. <laughs> there are no knobs in this house. Ah, <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. My, uh, so, Allie, you are doing what? Sorry. I'm going to try and convince Stone Mantle. So I'm actually going to cast 
suggestion. Okay, oh. now, um, because uh, we're going to assume that people who could be listening don't know what that is, mm-hmm. uh, can you pull out the information about the spell and just kind of read it for us? Yeah, so uh, you suggest a course of activity limited to a su- su- sentence or two and magically influence a creature you can see within range that could hear you and understand you. The creature can't be charmed. Uh, can't, creatures that can't be charmed are immune to this effect. The suggestion must be worded in such a manner as to make the course of action sound reasonable so they can't kill each other themselves. Right. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it pursues the course of action you described to the best of its ability. The suggested course of action can continue for the entire duration. And once it uh, completes the action, it ends what it's trying to do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what's the wisdom saving throw that she's got to beat? She um, has to beat my... It's a... Your spell attack, whatever that is. Save DC is a th- yeah. 13. 13. Okay. Yeah. So she's got to roll higher than a 13. And she gets a 1. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so the suggestion my character's going to make... Yes. Is, oh man, Allie's really cool. I need to impress her about this whole dagger thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so she's like, um, oh my God. It's like, it was so impressive of us to hide the dagger in the kitchen. Like, I can't even stand how clever it was for us to hide it in the kitchen. The kitchen is really the heart of the household. And she goes into this whole diatribe about, like, the philosophy of, like, what a house is and how a house is put together and the meanings of the different rooms. And, like, the bedrooms are, you know, different, uh, like, portions of your memory. And the heart is the kitchen and the living room is, like, the the overall consciousness of the house. And uh, the, the thing that she does drop about the dagger is that it is absolutely without a doubt in the kitchen awesome so i'm going to cast message Mm -hmm. and point my finger towards one of the people in the group and say yo guys it's probably not me really in the kitchen (laughs) not so so i will get it wrong (laughs) the thursday and molly and i would be like it's in the kitchen guys really tear that place apart go nuts okay all right, so you guys get the message, right? So I hear Molly coming down Head the stairs. Downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I start raffling through everything, picking everything up, and opening drawers. I'm opening the appliance. Okay. I don't know, you know, just a random thought of, you know, something might get thrown in there. Okay. Um, investigation checks, everyone, please. Me as well? Yes. Dum dum so so. <laughs> <laughs> so so dum dum. Ooh, seventeen and investigation is one. So eighteen. Okay. For so so. Where's investigation? Ten for okay. me. Ten. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. We're gonna let you roll as well. Oh. Yeah. We can't leave Allie out. <laughs> Two. Two. Okay. Um, so you guys, everybody is standing in the kitchen, and I mean, she's still got this teapot in her hand. And every time she moves... Have you opened it? <laughs> every time she moves, there seems to be like a clang, 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 clang. But she still consists on rifling through the drawers, not so much the freaking teapot. Do I hear the teapot clinking? Yes. Let me go get the teapot. Hey, it's mine. Can I see that, please, for a moment? Fine. Okay, go. Flip it open. Okay, so as you two are doing this exchange, you start to smell smoke. 
because part of things that they were doing to try to speed along this process and to stop you guys from uh, taking so much time is uh, they set the building on fire. That was my idea. That was, yeah. When you said that, I was like, no way. <laughs> I was like, that's great. I'm still looking. Uh, this, is, this is what the counselors have decided to do. Now, rude. Right? Super rude. I'm glad we're really immune to fire. It's resistant to fire. It is a tiefling thing. And this is why they're not really worried about burning and killing children. Oh. It's because y'all are resistant to fire. I just learned that, like, for real, <laughs> in real's life, when I looked at my character in here, I'm like... If I hadn't known that about 10 minutes ago, I'd be like, why are you trying to kill some children? <laughs> Seriously. Because I'm a DM and that's what DMs do. <laughs> yeah, so you start to smell smoke and it starts to get, you know, unusually, almost uncomfortably, even for a tiefling, hot inside this house. Hmm. Hey guys, it's kind of hot in here. I'm just going to leave, okay? So did we find the dagger? In the teapot. In the teapot? So... I take it in the teapot. I take the teapot. Okay. She runs with the teapot. Bye-bye. Okay, so you're all leaving the house. Yeah. Okay. Wait, we didn't. You didn't look in the teapot. I no. I, I said I flipped it open, and that's okay. what we smell smoke. And then we got. Mm-hmm. And then we, and did we find anything in it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where the dagger was. Okay. The dagger was in the so teapot. So take a teapot yeah. and all. Okay. Yeah, teapot and all. Get out of the house. Okay, so you guys get out of the house and uh, you jump back down on the ground and you, teapot in hand. You guys are all running towards Miss Stone Mantle. Now, the piece of information that Miss Stonemantle gives to you is that the Black Fang have already discovered their dagger, and they oh. are already well on their way to the second leg of today's challenge. That sucks when I trip. <laughs> <laughs> when I tripped you. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my tail is a mind of its own. On purpose. <laughs> okay. Because somehow I think you're in the other group. Yeah. I get confused. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so the second uh, part of the leg. So what Miss Stonemantle does is she says, Congratulations, you have made it all the way through. You found the dagger. We only had to set the, vi- the building on fire a little bit. Didn't have to push it too hard. <laughs> Um, but so what we are going to do is we are going to send you to a human market. And in this human market, you will find a man. And the man's name is Donald. So hang on. Is it a market that sells humans? No. Like a human no, market? No, it's, it's a human market where like humans buy things. Perfect. Okay. Donald. It's in, it's in the human realm. Uh, Donald uh, is a uh, man who has lost hope. Uh, both spiritually, uh, physically, uh, in any way that a human could lose hope. He's, he's hopeless. Poor fellow. Donald has glasses. He has hair, brown hair to his shoulders. Um, and he is very much out of place. These are all of the clues that I can give you as we open the portal. And we will set you on the way through. Is the other team looking for the same for person? No, the other team has okay. their 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 own uh, person that they okay. will be looking for. I thought we just needed a soul. We need a specific guy's soul. That yes, his no. specific. Oh. Yes, Donald. I can find a real sucker at a tavern. <laughs> you can do it for like a buck. Right. You can do it for a buck. That's incredible. Okay, so um, you, the portal, uh, she, Miss Stomantle, casts uh, the spell, and this incredible portal opens up. And what you see through the portal is this market looks amazing, you guys. Uh, it's really busy. Is there like shopping? Yeah, it's, it's like a whole bunch of stalls. Like, imagine a bazaar. Taking her by the tail. 
<laughs> Guys, oh my god, you have no idea how right, much like I love there, shopping. There are people selling silks, and there are people selling jewels, and there so are I'm people like selling... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, like in real life, I would do. Uh, yeah, same. Um, but it is just absolutely incredible. However, as you step through the portal, things start to feel a little bit different. The, the, the feeling that you're getting and the vision that you saw don't seem to be jiving. As you step through the portal, it is incredibly hot. It is like dry heat. You almost step through and like the, the spit in your mouth almost turns to dust. Like it is hot. It is dry. It, give it like a, a Middle Eastern kind of sensation. You've got sand under your feet. Even the breeze seems to be carrying sand. There's just sand everywhere. The stalls are... A, derelict. They don't look as pristine and beautiful um, as they did when you looked through the portal, which is very strange. This is the market where you have to try to find your human. Oh man, we should have come here earlier. <laughs> <laughs> like noon, it really dies. <laughs> so should we split up, guys? I mean, I maybe I'm saying that because I want to go shing also. But... <laughs> So we need to find Donald, who yeah. has glasses. We have to focus on Yeah, glasses, brown hair, shoulder length. What if we yell Donald? So I have a cantrip. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. Thaumat Thaumaturgy. 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 Yeah. Okay. I'll believe them. We all have that. My voice booms up to three times as loud as normal for one minute. So mm -hmm. we could call Donald. Or we could cause harmless tremors in the ground for one minute. <laughs> Yo, Donald! And look for someone who looks friendly. And lost. No, mm -hmm. just friendly. But didn't you say he's like a, kind of a lost soul? like really? Yeah, he's incredibly out of place in yeah. this market. So, so I'm looking for someone who looks like they would be friendly. Okay. And out of place? Nope. Place? Nope. Just nope. Friendly. Just friendly. Okay. <laughs> You're like stuck on that. Negative. Just friendly. Just, just friendly. Okay. Okay. See, the thing about a market is that everybody standing behind a stall is friendly because they oh. want you to buy their stuff. So Donald could even be one of the sellers. Well, I'm wondering, is Donald a seller or is Donald a buyer? Right. Right. So this person I go up to them and say, very rarely. Hello. Which, which person, though? Like, be Whoever specific. Whoever is friendly. Okay. So, like, the first stall you see that has a Someone friendly looks looking. Someone like they would want to talk. Okay. Okay. For free. Okay. For free. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because markets have a lot of free things. Um, well, the first person that you go to is a, a human female. Definitely not Donald. No, but no. I'm going to question, ask if they know somebody, if they're aware of somebody named Donald who I give the description. Okay. And she's, no, she doesn't really... Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, hasn't seen anybody who fits that description. But... OMG, this silk goes wonderful with your beautiful eyes. I have this big holy symbol on me. That just doesn't matter to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. She says, okay, okay, okay. For you, we'll give cheaper. Okay, fine. We'll give cheaper. She starts trying to negotiate barter. So I see a guy walking. Okay. Just a random guy. I slowly start to walk over to him. Okay. And I poke him on the shoulder. Hey. Hey, buddy. Okay. He turns around and he's like, <laughs> he's, uh, he's a great big guy. He's uh, like super like hairy. He's just got like hair everywhere. He's like this big old bushy beard. Um, but like his hair is like very neatly shorn. Shorn? 
Sean. 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 Um, and uh, yeah, uh, he turns around and he just kind of looks at you and he's a little bit surprised at your appearance, taken aback for a minute. Are you Donald by any chance? And he just kind of shrugs like he doesn't quite, doesn't understand what you're saying. Oh. I, I, I wonder like, if he talks in a different language. I know. I feel like glasses are pretty uncommon. Mm-hmm. So, are, do I see anybody yep. with glasses? Uh, give me a perception check, please. Eight plus one, nine. Okay, so nine. Um, well, I mean, there's a lot of sunglasses around, but not exactly glasses in the you know regular sense of of glasses the question is is it i mean this whole world yeah we're looking for a human but english may not be their language the only other language we got is like demonic can i try talking to this dude in demonic (laughs) (laughs) so in tongue so this person that she's looking at what does he look like this He's a big guy, super hairy, got a big bushy beard, but neatly shorn, short hair. Like I'm talking. I yeah. speak abyssal, common, draconic, and infernal. So, well, there I you speak go. Common, infernal, dwarven, elven, undercommon, orc, gnomon, celestial. Okay. Oh damn. Dang. I just speak common and infernal. I like infernal. <laughs> I got demonic and common. <laughs> demonic is infernal. Yeah. Okay. Then infernal. <laughs> He wrote demonic, so that's all I got. How <laughs> dare he? I know. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> okay. I would like to try to talk to him. Just You're just going to drop a different language on him? Drop a different language. See if it works. Okay. Well, you're going to try demonic? It's the only thing I got. <laughs> he he like, starts crossing himself. He's like, <laughs> slowly backs away. <laughs> Does he look, I wander. Does he look orcish at all? No, no. Like, this is a hu- these are These are all humans okay. here. I have um, so my message cantrip. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start pointing at random people with Donald's description and start asking, "Are you Donald? Right. Are you Donald? Okay. Are you okay to random people so they don't? It, it, it's less awkward. Okay. The awkward is the, no the funnest part. There's no like teenage horn girl asking him. Right. Okay. Yeah. With uh, crazy horns. Are you Donald? <laughs> are you Donald? Those crazy horns. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I've lost my train of thought. So I'm asking. So you're doing the, the message thing. Messaging people. So people are just getting this like message in their head saying, "Are you Donald?" Right. And then they can respond. <laughs> okay. With whatever. So there's yeah. So people are, are getting this message, and I mean, people are answering you, but they're not necessarily answering in a, in a language that you recognize. Damn. Uh, it is definitely um, not common. This language. Um, it's not any of the languages that you recognize. It's not demonic. It's not infernal. It's not under world under common under common thank you um, that's drow drow yeah it's not it's not elvish it's not dwarvish it's not or gnome celestial yeah it's not but celestial his, it's not but his name is donald his name is donald yeah how are we going to convince him that you were going to sell his soul then that would be the next question we can do it guys we can totally do it i mean i can't but you guys can <laughs> I don't think I have anything that could and do anything. Who is he to sell his soul to? It's just a hellish contract. Yeah, it's not necessarily signing to Orcus, but it's it's just a hellish contract. That was the description anyway that you were given. So we want something like if there's a spell or something that can 
convince somebody to do something. Do we have a copy of the contract with us? Oh yes, you do. You're carrying. You do. You were given. Sorry, forgot to mention that. You you do have a copy of the contract, and I mean everything is like top notch. It has been proofed by the hellish lawyers. Uh, all the spelling is right. Like there's no loophole that is possible to happen for Donald um, through this contract. Mm -hmm. All he has to do is sign. But what are we asking him to do? Um, it's not really clear on the contract. Like you're you're not even really able to to read exactly what the uh, the fine print of this contract is. You just know that he's definitely signing something that is going to have some repercussions. It's basically a EULA agreement. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to just wander um, and look at all the booths and just see you if... you looking for that? Look in the back alleys and things, because I don't know. He could be sitting in the back alley somewhere. I mean, you can. Can we write his name on something and hold it up like you do in the airports <laughs> <laughs> but we'd have to be able to write in but you had a good idea earlier you just didn't say you wanted to do it oh the the thumb or whatever yelling it yeah except yeah, yeah you know what that's i'm true. gonna do that then so in what language well that's the thing i only have common or yeah, do it in common i'll, I'll do it in yeah. common so what do Don't i need most speak, most speak it, it, language Fairly common. Mm -hmm. Most spunkin. <laughs> a spunk, a spunk. Yeah. Okay, so what do I need for that? Do I just do it? Don't just, I? You just. Yeah, I so think my, it's just yell. Yeah, my voice booms up to three times oh, yeah. as loud, yeah. so I put my hands on my hips. Donald! <laughs> and I just yell it really loud uh, for a full minute. <clears throat> Uh, up to three times. Wait. Okay. <laughs> Wait. It says booms up to three times as loud. loud. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. As normal for one minute. So I just keep saying Donald over and over again for a full minute, like super loud. <laughs> Donald. And I'm getting really into it. And I'm like <laughs> different inflections. And yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Donald. So yes. And then I wander as I'm doing that. I'm just wandering gonna... around, and I'll do the same thing in in the different languages that I know. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a good idea. Okay. Uh, so you are walking around just screaming this man's name. Yeah. I mean, people are definitely like, what are these little children doing? I mean, this is really weird. Well, children make like a lot of noise anyway. Screaming. So. Um, and all of a sudden you see like one hand shoot up uh, kind of out of the crowd. He seems to be a little bit taller than most of the people that are there. Uh, his hand kind of shoots up above the crowd and he's like, oh, my arms are really sore from working out the other day. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he's he like that. <laughs> yeah, he says that. Um, and he's like, he's like, you just kind of see his hand like turning around as he's like spinning in a circle trying to find out where somebody is calling his name from. Um, and you get to him and he's in a line um, going towards like a, uh, a like a produce thing. Like he's he's just trying to get some fruit because the man is thirsty, right? Like he's okay. trying to get like an apple, maybe some oranges. Like he's just thirsty. So like, I see him or whoever, is it me who sees him? Yeah, I think you see okay. him first. Yeah, okay. and like the hand is up, and it's you yep. can see that he's spinning around in circles, and he's. So he's, I'm like, he's, guys, he's thirsty for apples. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, guys, something wet. I think I see him. I think I see a Donald. Okay. Does he look we'll believe. Yeah. Does he look out of place in this line? Does he okay, well, put smiles on our faces so we don't look too creepy? Now we look really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Does he match the, the, the description? 
Yes, he does. He, he, he's definitely the Donald that you are looking for. And he is definitely out of place. He's definitely Caucasian in a place where there doesn't seem to be a lot of other Caucasian people. He's having trouble buying from the stand because he doesn't seem to speak the language. What language is he speaking in? Uh, well, he's speaking what we're going to call common. Okay. We're just going to assume common Kay. equals English. Okay. For the sake of this. Um, and uh, yeah, he's having trouble communicating. It's obvious that he probably hasn't really had a lot of sleep lately. His clothes are kind of torn. They're definitely filthy, dirty. Adding up to this is definitely the guy because he looks horrible, hopeless, all poor of those guy. things. Yeah, poor like Donald. Donald has poor been Donald. through poor it. Him. Not Trump, so but poor Donald. Is, <laughs> is, is the shop person speaking to him? Well, they're, they're trying to understand, like, so what... So what are they speaking, and do we know, or do I recognize the language? Uh, you don't recognize the language, no. He looks thirsty? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull out my water from Aye. my kit. Yeah. I'm going to offer him some water. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching the cat. Wait, I've been cat snacking. The I don't know if he ate the toner sauce, but he's been... <laughs> 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 he's been enjoying something. So a special <laughs> yeah. A kitty named Lasagna. Mm. One of those adorable flat faced cats. Very pleased with himself. <laughs> For eating la- donair sauce. <laughs> oh, it was really cute. Uh, okay, so yeah, um, Donald uh, fits all of the descriptions. Yes, I have a water skein. Okay. With water. Okay. He, I like, gladly head. takes it, and he pretty much empties it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh my god, thank you. And I'm like, now you owe me a certain amount of money. <laughs> Did he say thank you? Do I understand? He does that? say thank you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you do. Because it's, like, it's the common thing. So I'm going right. to present a little contract for him to sign. Okay. So like, you know, thank you for taking the water. And this is your end of the bargain. I think we should move away from here. The Not line? in the middle of the market. What's wrong with, what's wrong with paper inside? This one inside of paper. Did these people are these pe- not word We're people? We're a bunch not- of tieflings and humans amongst humans. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, that might be suspicious. Yeah, you're like your presence has definitely been noted. Oh, yeah. oh and yeah. it's not just Halloween. Especially, Let's just start talking about Halloween a lot. Especially when you started talking infernal to that man, and he was oh. like, "Oh my god!" And then we started speaking very, very loudly. <laughs> Right, like a magic spell that they've probably never seen before. Mm-hmm. Crap. So, so we'll I, just... I motion, motion away. Come on, come on over here. Donald is just really relieved to find somebody else who speaks common. They don't speak common here? Not really. Not really. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. See? No. No, speaking of common, they, sp- they speak canine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know canine. <laughs> I don't have speak with animals. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so Donald is, is, is just relieved yes. to find people who are speaking the same language. You guys seem friendly. You look really weird, but you get the kind of impression that he's well can, past being suspicious of people. Can with we horns. get Donald to move? Is uh, Are we enticing him enough to get him to step aside? Sure. I, I think that uh, the offering of the, the, wa- the wine, the water. Um, <laughs> it could be wine. I mean, <laughs> it could be wine. I mean, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Uh, but I think that uh, offering him that was uh, definitely something that 
he was um, thirsty and needed yeah, that. And, yeah, and he's been so lost in this place where yeah. he just doesn't speak the language. He's just relieved to find somebody else. What type of food is it at the stall that he was trying to get? It was fruit. Fruit? fruit? Yeah. He just, he, like, he was so parched that he was trying to, okay. yeah. Um, are you hungry? He's like, yeah, I'm starving. Come. What you want? I have, like, money, so. Okay. I'm, what would you like to eat? I'm speaking to him in common. Yeah, he just picks up, like, an orange. Um, that's all? Yeah, that's all that he seems to pick up. Off the table? I, yeah, off yeah. of the stall. Yeah. I'll look at them. Yeah. He's going to lose his hands if he doesn't pay. <laughs> I'm paying. That's why yeah. I told him to get it. Yeah. But I'm, like, holding up, like, how much? Yeah, she just holds up two fingers. To what, though? Pull out the, the da- copper, pull, silver, pull gold. Out, pull yeah. out the dagger. Electrum. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just pull out two daggers. I mean, you're not sure what the currency is here. Copper, silver, Just gold. Just pull it out in your hand and yeah. hand something. Yeah. I hold Sharp. a gold piece. Okay. Um, so she kind of looks at you, looks at the gold piece, looks at you, looks at the gold piece, looks at you, looks at the gold piece, <laughs> kind of like looks at the lineup of people that are at her stall, looks at you, looks at the gold piece, takes the gold piece and hands you back uh, what seems to have a piece of paper with like a five written on it. <laughs> Gold's a lot of money. <laughs> For an orange? Yeah. 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 I don't care. Yeah. I'll take it. Okay. I give You're loaded. Five, right? I give the fiver to him. And she's like immediately shutting down her stall. <laughs> I give the five to him. He starts packing everything Thank up. Yep. Did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Done. 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 Okay. Sorry, what were you doing? I, I give the go, the five to him. Okay. He's really happy to have it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. He's walking. Well, we've got this guy. Yeah. So he's walking with you guys, peeling the orange, like making like those sucking sounds like <laughs> gross. <laughs> Well, so I'm like the orange. No. <laughs> like so the cat lasagna not? was to the Dornier sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. With the orange yeah. smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh, like that's very cute. pleased to have <laughs> his, his orange. Yeah, he's really yeah. happy. About oh, it. licking his fingers. Yeah. 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 There's, there's just like juice everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Still gross, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we convince him? Do we? How do we approach him with this paper? How happy and are you, And what language is this paper in? That's a... Is it in Infernal? Well, it's in a language that even you guys aren't really sure exactly what it is. So you can't even really decipher exactly what it is that Donald will so be signing So he will never for. know what he's signing yeah, for. No, so we can really tell him sure. whatever. Mm-hmm. I think we should do that. How did you come to be in this place? And he's like, I just got like lost and I fell asleep and then I woke up and I was on a bench and then next thing I know I'm in this market. I, he just really doesn't seem to know how on earth he got here. So, Interesting. He has um, no idea. So Donald, what's your plans from here on? Um, he was like, well, I was kind of hoping that you guys would help me kind of get out of here. Yeah. Well, in order to do so, Donald... You need like a passport of some sort. So we have the paperwork I mean, for yeah. We have connections. Right. Would you sign this so then that way we can you can take you over You may travel then. Travel I Carmen would like here? Thursday to make a persuasion check, please. <laughs> doing this this one, yeah. I like how we just have the paperwork for him ready. Well there no, it's part of it, right? Oh, I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> uh persuasion. I'm gonna go for it. Zero on that one. So plus eight. one. Eight. Oh, plus one? Yeah. 
So nine. Yeah. I mean, like he he seems like he kind of wants to sign the contract, but I mean, he really does take a pretty good look at it, and he's like, I don't understand what exactly this so, is. We would like to help you. He's like, I would like you to help me. With this, we can help you. I say one word. Sign. And I'm casting command. Okay. Uh, I guess he's going to have to sign here, isn't he? That is... Skip ahead a paragraph. (laughs) (laughs) That is a... He may may not do it because it is a... A wisdom saving throw. Oh, okay. Whew. Thank goodness. All right. What do I got to beat? Whoops. I have no... <laughs> Good God. No, it's way over there. What, what is it? Okay, what what, how do I figure out my spell casting? Um, DC? Eight plus your modifier plus... What's my modifier? Eight plus your modifier plus... Modifier plus proficiency. Proficiency. What are the... Wasn't there three numbers? It is. Eight plus something plus plus something. Eight plus proficiency plus intelligence, maybe? intelligence? Three plus two? Yeah. No, I'm a cleric, so... Wisdom. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Eight plus your... Nope, that's wrong. That's wrong. Where is my spellcasting stuff? It's way at the back. Eight plus your proficiency bonus. Mm -hmm. Two plus your wisdom modifier. Bam! High five. Woohoo! 13. 13. Um, okay, so he's got to beat a 13. And if he does not beat the 13, does he sign or not? He signs. He, he signs. does what I tell him. If he doesn't beat it. Okay. Yeah, there are certain commands that are in the book. <laughs> well, poor Donald. Uh, he happily signs. Like, surrounds his signature with, like, fucking hearts and diamonds and stars and nice. shit. Like, he nice. enthusiastically signs this fucking document. So as soon as he signs it, are we whisk back to Homeland? Well, what happens is, once he signs, so is this what's... We're all agreeing that this mm-hmm. is... Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he signs the document, and uh, behind him... You hear, like, a bit of a rumble. The ground kind of trembles a little bit. And you see uh, this ring of fire that opens up right behind him. And from this ring of fire reaches these two bony hands. Ooh. And they kind of grab him, like, by the ankles. No! So, and he, he looks down, and he sees this happening, and he looks behind him, and he sees the, this infernal that he's about to be pulled into. And he looks back at you, and he's like, but I trusted you. You said that you were going to help me. What have you done to me? As he starts to be pulled back down into this. I respond, how was the orange? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it was really good, but why am I going to the devil? I don't and I'm crying. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I don't think that was really nice of us. I mean, I know we had to do it, but that was really mean. And on that long, exaggerated mean, poof, you are suddenly portaled back to... Do we still have the contract? Hell Scouts. Uh, yeah, you have the contract because you have to hand that to Miss Stone Mantle. Mm-hmm. So you are back at Hell Scouts, and um, you see that team Black Fang um, is already at Miss Stone Mantle handing the contract. <gasps> so they are ahead of you by like this much. By a hair. Yeah. A tail. Yeah, a tail. just by like that much. They seem to be ahead of you. So um, she tells them she points in a direction, and they all take off running. Um, with kind of Dev in the lead. She's like running at a dead speed. The other, like the rest of them, like uh, the, the sweaty one is like profusely sweating. Like she can't stop sweating. Um, and uh, you see Carl kind of lagging behind everybody else. Carl the bard isn't really too concerned about it. He's just like, yeah, man, this is great. And he's like flipping his mullet I like over Carl. his shoulder. 
Carl School. So the next thing that you're going to do is you're going to have to find that flag. Okay. And what I would like for you all to do is give me a survival check, please. Oh, no. Seventeen. What am I looking for? Twelve, seven. So you had a seventeen? Thirteen. Thirteen. Who had the seventeen? I did. You did. You're rolling really well today. Thanks, Janet. Good for you. Thanks. So-so seems to be the one who... uh, Dum-dum. Yeah, right? (laughs) So-so the dum-dum seems to um, be able to navigate through this, like, little forested area that you guys have been... uh, obviously. ...pointed into. Because you just don't think about it. You just go... Yeah, I have no fear, I guess. Yeah. Like powder. (laughs) So you just kind of like beeline it into these woods and you're just able to find your way through it. And as you're, you know, dodging trees and you're ducking branches and you're like jumping over bushes that are obviously there to trip you, you come into a meadow. And in the middle of this meadow is this giant wooden wall. And at the top of the wall is the flag that's planted into the top of the wall. So it's still there. So you haven't lost yet. And also attached to the top of the wall are three ropes. There's two that you can, or sorry, three that you can see down one side. You can kind of see the tops of three other ones that must be hanging down the back side of this wall. So I would, who would like to make a run for the flag? How how high up is the thing? It's like about like 50 feet. Ooh, 50 feet. Yeah. I'll I'll go for the flag. You're going to go for the flag? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Thursday, uh, make an athletics roll for me. Anybody else? I want to cast. I have a two. Yeah, I'll do it. So you can see... You can see the flag. It's at the top. You can see three ropes going down the other side. Well, yeah, they're like, you can just see like the top of them where they would like loop over. So you can see like the very top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a spell here called Create Bonfire. (laughs) Okay. That has a range of 60 feet. Okay. So I want to start Bonfire on their side of the rope. Okay. Just in case. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're going to set the wall on fire that has the flag on top of it. How far away is the rope from the flag? I mean, it's like they're, the ropes are attached. Hanging down to, the wall. Yeah, they're like attached oh, to the wall. That's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. I got an 8 plus mine, so that's you with a uh, 16. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you get up oh. the wall uh, pretty good, and as you, as, you know, you're just, you and your 12-year-old arms are just like flying up the side of this, this wall. And uh, you get to the top, and at the exact same time that you're reaching for the flag, you see the Who's red closest? hand of well, she is right now. No, to th- of them. Of we're gonna see, we're gonna the, find the, out the red the hand, the black yeah. thing. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we're about to kind of dev. You, you see the the chubby, fat, red Greasy. hand. Yeah. Are we allowed kind to attack? I mean, <laughs> whatever. I mean, you could. Uh, so she grabs at the exact same time that you do. So guiding bolt. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell me what that spell does, please? Don't a flash of light streaks across toward a creature of your choice within range. Make a ranged spell attack against a target. On a hit, the target takes 46 radiant damage. Forty. And the next attack roll made against this target before the end of your next turn has advantage. Maybe this is what they were trying to get us to do all Thanks along. Thanks to the mystical dim light glittering on the target until then. I mean, they never said it was supposed spell to be a friendly competition. Is that nope, right? It's a competition. Yeah. Uh, everybody's favorite guy, Carl, with his white skin and bright blue mullet, um, is going to cast Vicious Mockery at you. No. He's going to counter. Yes, he is. Vicious Mockery is a counterspell, though. 
No, but he's going to cast it at you <coughs> as you cast that one. That's wrong. That's just mockery. Yeah. I can't remember so what's what... what's he going to say? I can't remember what the... I'll look it up. Yeah. I know it can be very powerful, but... Can I do some... Whatever that is. Thormaturgy. Fallopian. Thormaturgy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to Can we do the word. fallopian backup spell? Oh, my God. The yeah. thormaturgy. Thaumaturgy. 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 Vicious mockery <laughs> unleashes a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at a creature you can see within range that the target can hear you, though it need not understand you. It must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage and have disadvantage on the next attack roll for the next turn. Okay. Uh, I guess uh, what we should do here, too, is roll for initiative. Oh. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Right? So, Molly, you are casting... Guiding Bolt. Guiding Bolt towards Dev. Whoever is reaching for that first. Yeah, it was Dev. And she has to make a wisdom saving throw, right? Yeah. And what does she have to beat? 13. Well, actually, you don't have to tell me. I'll say 14 on the roll. She so doesn't you... roll a saving throw. Okay. I rolled a hit. Okay. So she takes... 20. Juice. Uh, okay. So, yeah, you knock her down. Like She takes 46 radiant damage. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Uh, we're just going to take Dev out. She's like prone. <laughs> oh, dang. She's like, dang. Well, <laughs> sucks to be you. She's like, ah, falling. <laughs> um, okay, so Thursday, we still have from Team Black Fang, in, so you know, in play, we still have Carl Poe and Jack Spear. Jack, Jack Spar. I'm going to go after so Carl's close. hair. I watch her go down, and I go and I grab for the flag. Okay, athletics check. So it would have been 18 points damage. Definitely got that kind of hit point. <laughs> like, she, she, she should be making saving throws. 11 plus 8. So, 19. 19. Yeah, you fly up that wall. You grab the flag. You jump back down. Because Team Black Fang is going to try to steal Until that. Until like, I get it to the... Yeah. To the yeah, headmaster. So, so, you guys all see uh, that Thursday has the flag. And she is starting to book it. And what you see hot on her heels is Poe followed by Carl and Jask. Okay, so Jaskar. we need to book it after them. I'm going to, can I book grab it. Carl's dumb hair? Sure you can. Yeah. Going, guys. I'm going to grab his dumb mullet. <laughs> his bright blue mullet. I was so proud of his little mullet. I love his mullet. His little tail is well, just going. Right. You won't be proud much longer. Uh, Do strength. I have scissors? <laughs> strength check, please. Do you still have the dagger? No, you had the dagger. I have the dagger. We gave it to her. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah, right. 18. 18. Yeah, you, well, 20, uh, you, 20. you grab a hold of his hair. You just kind of like do like this weird, like vicious suplex kind of thing and uh, knock him down. And he's like, damn, girl. Mm -hmm. uh, you're like, no time to talk now, Carl. No flirting. <laughs> <laughs> As you continue running after. So now you have uh, left. You still have to deal with uh, Jack Spar and Poe as you all are running. Okay. Uh, so, Allie, I guess you're next, because Carl is on the ground, so we'll make, take Carl out. So, you're good. you've got Poe and Jack Spar in front of you. Who are you going to go after? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to take out Poe, because I want to take out the big fish. Okay. Let's see. So, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. Mm. It's done. 
Okay. Break down Eldritch Blast, please. So Eldritch Blast is a beam of crackling energy that streaks towards a creature within range, makes a spell range attack against the target on the hit. Take, the target takes 1d10 force damage. Wolf. Yeah. Okay. And so 13 plus 5. Yeah, that's going to hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 1d10 takes 2 damage. Okay, she like trips and stumbles a little bit, um, but uh, she's not too bad. I mean, it's definitely had an effect on her though. Uh, so we're back up at the top. So Molly, what's she gonna do, girl? You're running. I'm running with the flag. Yeah, like. she got the flag. She up front. My butt. So my it's tail so is she going. has the flag followed by the two from Black Fang, and then the rest of you guys. Running behind them? Yes. Behind her? Mm-hmm. But under them? What? It makes sense in the moment. <laughs> Please elaborate. <laughs> it makes sense I like this. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm definitely oh. interested in what's about to happen uh-huh. here. She's always in, ca- always yeah. in character. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> under them. Thaumaturgy? Okay. Tremors in the ground make them lose their footing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that uh, absolutely has an effect, so they're kind of stumbling. Unfortunately, it also has an effect on... But behind her. Behind her, but underneath those guys. Okay. Yes. All right, I see what you're saying. All right. Uh, so, yeah, they uh, they do stagger uh, a little bit, and uh, we come to Thursday. Are you just still going to keep running? Uh, my butt is not stopping for no one. All I know is that my tail is up, and I am... <laughs> Going full tilt. Okay. Uh, make another athletics roll for me. Sure. And let's keep running. Let's yeah. keep running. Yeah. So two plus one, ten. Okay, I mean, you're starting to get a little winded, but you're, you know, you're still in good shape. Your endurance isn't starting to falter or anything like that yet. So-so? So I'm also running. I may do some mystery. <laughs> Thermaturgy? <laughs> thermostat? <laughs> I'm going to cast thermostat, okay? Manifest a minor wonder, a sign of supernatural power within range. So I'm just going to confuse them by like throwing up. Like, I don't know what this minor wonder could be, but I'm going to throw it up in front of them. Okay. But what, I mean. What could a minor wonder be? Like a crazy ghost thing or a minor wonder. Like something really shimmery that will just catch their eye. That Dazzled. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, a sparkly. A sparkly. <laughs> like, a sparkly. <laughs> like a birthday sparkly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a giant. <laughs> I yeah, like I do birthday sparklers. I do like sparklies. I like sparkling <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so I do that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what? What? How? What? What do I have to do? I don't know what you to do. To know if this is a thing or not. I don't. I know just. It's a. It's my. Thermostat. <laughs> it's my thermostat. Thermostat. Okay. Um. I mean, it definitely distracts them, and they yeah. do seem to to slow down a little bit, giving her a bit more of an edge. Um, Go so, Thursday! So uh, Thursday on your next roll, I'm going to give you advantage. Okay. Okay, because they're Sweet. distracted and they've slowed down a little bit, so you'll have advantage. Good job, Soso. I'll try not to <laughs> trip me. over my tail. <laughs> Don't trip over my big feet either. Right. 
so you have made it to like you're you're just in the wood part. So you're you've cleared the meadow and you're just on your way. Chariots of fire music. Right? Oh look a cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Allie, what do you, do you like to do? Who has the flag right now? She I'm does. still going. Yeah. Still got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to create bonfire directly behind you. Mm. So, a big fire is So, down. literally lighting a fire under her ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> like, in the woods. Literally. <laughs> directly behind her uh -huh. ass. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. So uh, anyone who walks into it is going to take... Um, that'd be me, girl. 1d8. And 1d8. I'm right behind, aren't I? <laughs> well, no, it's... Uh, sorry. Poe and Jack. We're Jasper. all going to now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, um, that kind of... If they don't run into it. It definitely stops them in their tracks. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're going to show the other side of this, and we see Thursday busting through the the last bit of shrubbery yeah. on the other side of the woods, uh, and we can hear now you guys like in the faint distance yelling, "Go, go, 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 go!" Right? And uh, you see Miss Stone Mantle looking very surprised at who comes rushing out of the woods. Definitely isn't the way that she expected this to end today. No, oh, she was going she, for the other team. Yeah. Was she? Was this rigged? There were certainly assumptions made. Mm. We can leave it. We can say that for sure. Definitely assumptions made about how it was going to go. And this is definitely not what she saw happening. Uh, the really cool part is that uh, as you clear the woods, you see um, the families have been invited to the finish line. To witness, mom, mama, <laughs> to witness the victory. My absent mother, but my really awesome father. <laughs> well, we could even say that your really awesome father is there, and yeah, not yeah, your really yeah, absent cool. mother, right? Hey, dad. Right. So, like, and you guys are like ah, screaming as you come through the woods, and there now you can see like the smoke starting to come up from the woods from the fire that you've you cast. <laughs> 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 Do you from my churches there? Mm, yeah. He's raised me. My parents are dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely very uncomfortable <laughs> with where he has found himself. <laughs> the infernal. He's me, so come on. <laughs> right. But he's certainly never made a trip to the infernal <laughs> realms before. Well, is he just crossing himself continually? <laughs> yeah, he, he's just like, oh. Holy water, like, <laughs> dousing <laughs> over your soul. <laughs> we are at the Church of the Traveler. Right. Okay. So, um, so he's you... into the chaos thing. Okay, got you. So okay, so it's not too—it's like cool not guy. like super Trickery weird. and knowledge. He's, yeah. he's down with the devil, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's down with the tieflings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. so uh, you give the flag to Miss Stone Mantle, and um, here you go, Miss Stone Mantle. Do you drop it? Can you drop it like a mic, like a mic? Yeah. Right. Drop it like it's hot. Actually, no, because then it means it's on fire. So let's not have it on fire. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's not have it on fire. Okay, so yeah, you uh, you hand her the flag, and she says, "Very well. I did not expect it to be you who would be crossing the finish line first. You may want to go have someone get. Who was it? Oh gosh, uh, you've got Poe, Jack Spar, uh You've got Dev and Carl. The one I zapped and is. Uh, yeah, that's Dev. Dev. You yeah. You want to have somebody go get. Them oh yeah, them. like the the counselors now are like putting out the fire in the woods <laughs> that you guys have set. Well, this Fixing is Carl's happening. hair. I, yeah. Brush, brush. I hit her with a guiding bolt. <laughs> you may want to, you know. The camp counselor's too busy drinking. Right, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you see the the team Black Fang, the ones who were not uh, actually running in the woods, who was Fergus and Jellid. 
are Gelid. Uh, they um, are definitely also a little bit confused about how all of this happened and how things seem to have played out. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys are busy high-fiving your family members. You know, you're doing like the, the jump and the chest bump thing. Everybody's <laughs> super stoked about it. Uh -huh. um, and uh, the really great news is that uh, because your team won, you now get to go and stay in private barracks with your parents and uh, you get to, uh, you know, like you'll have like your private campfire with your parents. You'll get to, to really kind of Aww. bond with the, the rest of your troop. And you get Aww. to like roast marshmallows on your tails. And everybody gets to. <laughs> 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 our tails will be on fire, but we're immune to but fire. But it's fine. So yeah, fine. so it's not a big deal. Sorry, we get to camp with our parents as a reward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the last night. cool. The okay. really, yeah, the really cool part of this is that uh, the next morning, as everything is being, um, you know, kind of packed up, uh, your family members and you guys all go into the mess hall and you get to see your troop name and all of your names etched into oh, the awesome. woods. They're the woods, the stone in the mess hall. Ooh, so that nice. they get to kind of be there what font? for that. Um, we're going to go with sand. like Helvecchia, I think. Helvecchia. Helvecchia. I feel like that's the most appropriate. <laughs> uh, so ladies, that is Hell Scouts. Yay. Woo! Yay! Cheers! Oh man, <laughs> that was really fun. That was fun. It was goofy, but it was, it was good. Yeah, it was everything it was supposed to be. Yeah. So there it is, the very first episode of Wizards and Wine, Hell Scouts, a tiefling summer camp written by the Indoor Adventurer. Thank you so much for sticking with us through the first episode, and we hope that you'll be back for many more episodes to come. We have a lot of really fun one-off adventures to present for you, and uh, if you dig what we're doing, uh, please let other people know about us and let them know what we're up to. Share on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, follow us and, well, we'll follow back because we're good like that. <laughs> we'll see you for the next episode very soon.